Hey y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Hey, y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. This episode of Sewing Out Loud is brought to you by the Made to Measure Leggings class from SewHere.com. This online class brings ZD right into your sewing room to show you how to measure, draft, and construct a pair of leggings based on your personal measurements. Go to SewHere.com leggings to find out more and get access to all the videos and course materials immediately. That's SewHere.com leggings. Welcome to Sewing Out Loud, the official podcast of ZD Sewing Studio. Here are your hosts, ZD and Mallory. Sewing Out Loud. Hello, and welcome to the podcast. I'm Mallory Donahue. I'm ZD Donahue. And today we are going to talk about digital pattern drafting, which is something Mallory does that I don't. That's right. (laughs) Also, Okay, I think this is a really good example of when you say something is, like, easy. Have you ever been in this situation? You can be on, like, either side of the the equation here. And you say, oh, I don't know how to do this thing. And somebody else goes, oh, it's oh, really it's easy. easy. Yeah. Well, anything is easy. Once you learn it. Once you learn it. Right. And, and now, you know, so I was, I was like, pretty intimidated. That's, that's funny because I try not to say that now, to I, people. Uh, yes. I, tr- I try to say, once you've learned it. No, you I. You know, or something like that. I try not to say, oh, it's yes, easy. Yes, yes. Because you never know what's going to be. Some, peop- some people, things are, you never know what's going to be difficult for a person or what's yeah. going to be easy for a person. Everyone's different. No, it's like. I've tried to say it's it's simple once you learn it, right. or yeah. it is it is learnable, or right. something like that. I have I've really or tried I'll to say take something that. like you'll be real happy once you've learned this. Yeah, or no, I've like really that, tried yeah. to kind of take that because yeah. what it can do is if you say that to someone else and they're and like, then they have well, any sort of struggle, um, it's not easy yep. for me, you know. And actually, another thing is. I used to think that some of the things, some of my very specialized skills were just easy things. And I have since learned, no. Not everyone can do them, right? I have skills. And I need to value them as such. I'm not saying like, you know, I never, you know, help anybody out. But I used to think, oh, doesn't everybody know that about Facebook? Or doesn't everybody know that? This This is is so simple. Everybody knows this. We we don't need to do a tutorial on this. Anybody can do this. So you could be diminishing your own accomplishments. And then you could also be making somebody else feel bad. Right. So just being like, oh, it's easy. It's like, well, you know. Yeah. So anyway, moving on. Digital pattern drafting. What I think is funny about it and why somebody might say it's easy or how I think, oh, well, this is easy now. I know how to do it, is it is very much like 
pattern drafting on a piece paper. of paper. Mm-hmm. It's a big digital piece of paper. Right. Okay. Right, right. So I did take a course on this and then I've learned uh through sort of refining our own process. Uh, and then I've learned through working for someone else. I've been doing some independent contractor work. I'm not going to say who it's for because I don't, like, they didn't make me sign a non-disclosure, but I don't know if they want me talking about it. So anyway, <laughs> I'm doing it for a fairly well-known pattern company. And one of the reasons I signed on to do it is because I thought I'd learn things. Right. So this pattern company said we need someone to do some of the finishing work in our digital patterns. We have the system worked out. Right. We have the we have the process. We just need right. someone to do it. And I thought, oh, well, like I know how to do this process, but I can learn something. And I did. I knew I knew exactly right. what to do, what they told me. And I'm like, oh. Anyway, so digital pattern drafting, though, for the patterns that we publish, right, is a little different. Okay. Than traditional yes, digital yes, pattern yes, drafting, yes. right? Okay, uh, so we'll get we'll get to there. But I just want to start off with the first thing is the program that I use is Adobe Illustrator. There are many different programs right. out there. Adobe Illustrator is literally a drawing program, a very advanced okay drawing program. The other thing I think that maybe we should clarify here yeah. is this is not a pattern fitting program. That's right. So yeah. it's not where you're taking your measurements and putting them into something and coming up with a pattern. Well, okay. you could. Well, 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 it's different. Though. Yes. It's, no, it's I'll, not, okay, I'll right. clarify. Cause right. Do mom, clarify what Yeah, it is. what mom's talking about. So, yes, I, this is good for me to bring up. So I'm using Adobe Illustrator. Mm-hmm. It's just this drawing program. There's right. Corel Draw. There's a couple other things. Right. But then what mom's saying is there are programs out there that say that they are pattern drafting softwares. Right. And they have functionality built in to where you can just say, hey, this is my bust. This is right. my waist. This is my hip. And it has code in it that says, all right, now we know how to do a t-shirt pattern Right, now we can make jeans for you, now we can make a t-shirt pattern for you, whatever. Yes, and so there are softwares out there like that. Now, the thing is, they all require some tweaking. So they're drafting drafting the pattern for your measurement. Yeah, for your measurements. For your measurement that, you know, you would make your muslin out of. Yes. Right. Now, in Adobe Illustrator, what you're doing is actually you're using some of the most simplistic parts of the program right. in order to just draw a big thing. Right. And I think Erin, um, uh, her um, blog is called Seemacht, and that means she makes in German. She uh, did a little thing about how to do our uh, leggings in Adobe Illustrator. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. To, so our leggings drafting course we show you how to draft it out on paper, and she did it in Adobe Illustrator. And so mm-hmm. here's the deal: when you start to draft any pattern, like in our EZT class or right. leggings class or whatever, you start out with some body measurement, and you're going to draw a line, and you right. know how long it is. And we call that the reference line, or, or we right, have well, called it. I don't. I'm not yeah. saying it's the reference line. Right. I'm saying it's any line. Okay. Mm-hmm. So let's pretend it's that you know, shoulder to hem, or it it is a quarter of your bust, or whatever, Mm -hmm. you know that it's 20 inches, or it's 10 inches, or it's whatever. And you go over to Adobe Illustrator, and you can type in that you want a 10-inch line made. That's right. And boom, 
There's your 10-inch line. That's right. Okay? So it's that, in a way, is where I'm coming from with it's simple because it's not like there is magic to making a pattern drafting line. It's just a line That's right. like anything else. Okay? So when you do set up your file in Adobe Illustrator, you can't be drafting a pattern for um, an adult on like a 4 by 4 square. Right? That's right. <laughs> so you're going to tell Adobe Illustrator to... Um, set this up as a large artboard or a large file format. And I set our files up to be the big file format that you can get printed like it's staples. So that you can get a PDF. Yes. Um, So that you can get that 36 by 48 or whatever. Right. You know. Um, And then, but like you said, reference line, that is often something you start out with. Right. Is just one big long straight line. Um, and then you're going to fill in your lines. And the course I took, um, it, which was, it's kind of funny, I took this course from Berta, and I think it still exists, but they have you use the Winifred Aldrich book, you know, Metric Pattern Cutting for Women. Right. And there are instructions in that book for how to draft these patterns. And it's like, you take this you know, this, this measurement fraction right. of this measurement, and then you add a centimeter, and then you add a da 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 da. And so, you're you know, you're really just drawing a bunch of lines instead of using a pencil on paper, you are doing it digitally, and everything is measurable on this. So, let's say I'm gonna do a line for my quarter bust, so my bust is 40 inches, I'm gonna do a 10 inch line. And if I need a line then that's like five inches lower than my bust, I just pop up a five-inch line and then put the next thing there. Right. You know, so it's not um, – once you get the hang of sort of entering these lines, it's like drawing. So if you've used paint before, okay, and you've drawn – a figure in paint. You you know, uh, I'm talking Microsoft Paint, you know. Oh, okay. I <laughs> okay. was going to say. What's that? You what mean kind paint? of paint? I, okay. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm sorry. Yeah. Paint the program. So yes. instead the program of being paint. in Microsoft Paint and just fooling around, you know, and drawing lines and stuff, it's just a more precise process right. where you're, um, and, you know, you don't have to approximate a 10 inch line right you can ask for one you click the line function you put in that you want it to be 10 inches and there it is and you know you have yeah you can do this in centimeters too if you want that's right and actually you can choose which way you're going to do it i do draft in centimeters Uh because it's more precise right? right so precision means that it's um what do i want to say the well, units are smaller. The units okay, are smaller. It's basically, more exact, yeah. it's more exact. So instead of being like, "Oh, what's the decimal percentage for an eighth?" Right. Blah blah right. blah. You know, for um, imperial. It's a lot easier to divide tenths. Than, yes. 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 Exactly. Yes. So you uh, now, where do those measurements come from? Right. Right. That's the that I think is the this hard. This is part. the funny part and the standard yes. that we're all dealing with yes so that's where the funny part comes in so with i just want to make it clear though that with digital pattern i'm sorry if anybody thought this was gonna be like how to um but you're basically just doing lines 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 some of your lines are like you said sort of like reference lines right and then some of your lines are the actual pattern right they're gonna be say your cutting line or your seam line exactly and so 
you start out You're getting with this, the shape out that's of right. them. You start out with something that looks like a bunch of perpendicular lines, and then you draw in, right, like a right. side seam curve right. on a T-shirt. And that is a place in Adobe Illustrator where that's more of an art than a science. It's not strict. You draw right. a curve, and you then curve it out and make it look reasonable. And I think okay. a lot of times this is why someone will say, oh, so-and-so's patterns fit me perfect. Now, yeah. sometimes they'll just say, oh, they fit really well. And this is what bothers me uh-huh. in our Facebook page is when someone says, these are well-fitting yeah, patterns. Yeah, I, yeah, you know, I, give me a reference to a good pattern for, you know, whatever, a, a jacket or what. And then someone will say, Oh, this one, and it fits perfect every time. You, that that fits you perfect. It every fits time. the person who's made it right. Right. And patterns will. It's like shoes. I have. A, I can wear a certain brand shoes. I know that a five and a half size certain shoe always fits my foot uh-huh. from a certain manufacturer. And then I go to another manufacturer, and that's not true. That's right. It's because. It might even be the same length, but it's shaped differently. That's right. Okay? So that's where that comes into play. When when you ask for a re- pattern recommendation, it really needs to be sort of on the basic shape, maybe. That's right. Or, you know, style, not the shape, the style. And maybe the instructions and how, you know, how it's put together and things like that. Because not... And we can have the same measurements and have a different shape. That's right. And so that is a choice that the designer is making when they go in and they right. draw those curves. Right. Even, right. okay, with an arm size. Exactly. Big time. Exactly. There could be a lot of variation. Uh, so when you use a book like Metric Pattern Cutting for Women or you pay to access a sizing survey. Right. Okay. Which is like some company went out and measured many, 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 a many thousand people. women or a thousand uh, men, a or thousand, thousand whatever. Yeah, right. exactly. A thousand dogs, whatever. They've kind of averaged this stuff mm-hmm. out. Those are numbers you can work with. Okay. Uh, and then you can work with uh, different numbers. Okay. You can work with your own numbers. That's right. You can, and we did a sizing survey. Uh, for our patterns, and other pattern companies have done that. Um, and you have to break down the sizes at some point. Okay, and this right. is why, you know, don't get too angry when something doesn't fit you out of the box. Because they had to choose something, you know. Right. <laughs> and you just weren't lucky that day. Yeah, they weren't right. choosing. They weren't choosing your hip or, or your butt or your waist or whatever. Or your hip-to-waist ratio right. or whatever. Da, 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 da. So that's why... With the spirit of our patterns, they truly are kind of like templates. Well, and um, that's not even perfect all the time. No. Right? There's always... And it is just like the pattern programs that yeah. that are sold out there. And they're saying, oh, you can draft, you know, your jeans pattern. You do this. But all you have to do is put in these 42 different measurements, yep. right? Now. And what will happen is you will need to make a muslin. That's right. You always got to test. do not know the shape. Nobody can know... I mean, now they're coming out with all these digital things supposedly to scan your body, you know, and, uh-huh. and, and maybe someday. Now, as far as I know, those are extremely, extremely expensive, okay, to have that done. And they're not perfect either, and you still have to make a muslin, and you still, you know. And again, as Mallory has always said, and I have always said, different fabric. Well, that's where you get into it, the you fabrics. Know, different fabric, whatever. So. Or. 
how much you ate for lunch. That's right. Or how squishy your thigh is yeah. compared to someone right, else's thigh. Right. Or if not you squishy. got a lunch baby going on and you That's didn't right. account for it when you made that, it's not going to fit you after or lunch. Or your waist measurement. Yeah, your belly measurement. Is it more to the back or is it more to the front? Right. You know, or blah, 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 blah. Okay, so I'm not supposed to do that. Mom told me not to do that. da 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 I don't think I did it a lot last episode. Yes, you did. I did? Okay. Well, you, like, didn't finish the word fabric. Okay. You... I said fabe. You were like fab, fabe. and then you moved on. Fabe. I don't finish my sentences. Yeah, mom doesn't finish her words. I saw somebody else do and that the I other said, day. I, I've heard it, too. I considered them very intelligent. Oh, go ahead. it's probably a sign of intelligence. It is. I'm yes, sure it is. absolutely. Okay, so where were we? Okay, you get to draw a bunch of lines in the computer. Okay. Right. <laughs> and on our patterns, like you said, there is an interpretation of where you draw that line between, say, yes. one... You know, one plotted one point to the point other. To plotted another. Point. Okay, so let's take a break and come back, and we'll talk about. Um, let's just talk briefly about size charts, and then we're going to talk about grading between sizes. This might have to be five episodes. Never mind. No, okay, that's what we're going to talk about. Okay, we'll be right back. Hey, ZD. Wouldn't it be cool if everyone who listened to this podcast could learn how to make perfectly fitting leggings directly from you, the leggings expert? Well, yes, Mal. That's why we produce the Made to Measure Leggings class. I teach anyone, no matter their age, ability, or gender, to make perfectly fitting leggings based on their measurements. And if someone is feeling particularly generous, they can make leggings for anyone who they can get to stand still long enough to measure. You, yes you, can get immediate access to all the videos and course materials in the Made to Measure Leggings class by going to SoHere.com slash leggings. This online class allows you to complete the process at your own pace, and you own it forever, so you can re-watch it as many times as you need. Stop struggling with the leggings that roll down or sag in the wrong places. I'll be your guide as you create leggings that are made especially for you. No matter what your equipment or skill level, ZD covers everything from measuring, drafting, cutting, and construction on a sewing machine or serger in this class. Go to SewHere.com leggings and get started today. Hey y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Hey y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. And we're back. Okay, so the sizing charts. Okay, this is where things get really dicey and right. crazy. <laughs> and it, it, so it's not as easy 
I'm remembering how hard it is now because it's like, oh, it's just easy just to put in right. some lines, right? Um, when I learned how to do this from this uh, Berta style course, she was kind of explaining the different ways that you can grade a pattern. And she said, the way that I do it is I do the smallest size and the largest size. Uh-huh. Okay. And then you use a tool in Adobe Illustrator called the Blend Tool. Right. And I, at first, I had this really visceral reaction against doing it like that. I thought, no, every size needs to be graded, you know, uh, it, or, or drafted independently of itself. And then I looked, and that's exactly what the Blend Tool does in <laughs> Adobe Illustrator. <laughs> okay. So you've told the story before about how someone took the halter dress pattern and then like blew it up on a projector and mm-hmm. thought they were getting a diff- a bigger size. Yeah. Okay. Well, they were. They were. They were getting <laughs> something. But here's what happens. When you use the blend tool, it doesn't just blow up the pattern. Right. Right. Because let's talk about like the shoulder width of a pattern, the smallest size it might be 8 and then the largest size it's I don't know. Maybe 10. Let's say 12 or 10. Yeah, yeah exactly. maybe, maybe. But right. the bust is goes from right. 30 to 50 or something. Right. Okay. Well, or or just even say the, the chest length. Yes. Yes. Something, something like so, that. Or the neck to, you know, neck to waist length. So this blending tool, what it does is it makes sizes that fit in between those right. things. And if you look at your size chart you're working with, you're going to see that... Your shoulder width, if it goes from 8 to 12, that's a 4-inch difference, Mm -hmm. okay? Right. And if there's 10 sizes in there, it's going to be 4 divided by 10. Right. That's the size. So if you had had drafted in between each of those, you were going to come up with what Adobe was going to come up with anyway. That's right. And same thing then between the bus sizes. If it goes from 30 to 50. So what you just said is Adobe is not... Just no, Adobe's not being a projector, right? Right, it is not, it is not putting a pattern on your uh printer and going, I want to make it a hundred times bigger. No, that's not, not what doing it's that. doing. That's right. So, you get your largest size and your smallest size. Now, right. here's where we come into like talking about plus size stuff. Right. Um, where when you start to get into the larger numbers, that's where you this okay, this is why I don't understand why pattern companies um resist this so much. Okay. Okay. Because so I don't what know you, what you're gonna say. Because Go ahead. so let's say you draft a pattern for a two to a twelve. Okay. Okay. Well now draft it for a sixteen and blend between twelve to sixteen. Okay. Okay. Your steps yeah. might be bigger. Yeah. Okay. The the difference in the shoulder width might instead of going up a half inch each time, uh-huh. it might go up an inch uh-huh. each time. Okay. Now get up to size, whatever, twenty six. Da 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 da. Just keep drafting and blending. I don't get it. I don't understand why they say it's hard. Okay. Pattern companies resist this because they say it's difficult to grade differently and it does change it changes between the larger Mm -hmm. and the smaller sizes okay so a 2 to a 12 is going to be graded differently than a 12 to a 16 i see what you're saying yeah uh, or 12 to a 22 or whatever anyway okay the computer does it for you (laughs) you can even draft for a different bust dart depth Depth. or Uh something Uh, so she's basically cup size yes cup size and that's something that like cashmere pat patterns does okay so 
it is some effort, okay? Right. But it's different than actually manufacturing clothes. Yes. Where, yes, it does get a bit more costly to, like, cut the fabric out differently and, like, fabric layouts and stuff like that. But in terms of drafting, I think it should be something that these companies can figure out. Yeah. Okay? Just like we did. Okay. (laughs) Uh, Now, I have to say, the patterns we've come out with are an underwear pattern and a t-shirt pattern. Okay. They're made of knits. They're probably some of the simpler, that's that's some of the simpler patterns out there versus like a bra that's cut in too many pieces. And when you get into bras being cut into more pieces, then you do kind of get into a place where, okay, this style of bra doesn't work for larger cup sizes, smaller band sizes. Absolutely. Okay. There are things like that. But you've seen, we've seen brands adapt, you know, uh, pattern company brands adapt and say, and then also say, we don't think that this style is going to work for these uh, different proportions, you know, and I totally agree with that. Um, So I took a pattern survey or excuse me, a side survey of our people. And I found out that we needed to go, I can't remember how many inches larger, you know. And I also saw that there were some people on the smaller side, you yeah, know. some tinies. Uh, but that the shoulder width, say, like, didn't go down, right. you know, as much or whatever. So what we do with our patterns is I draft the smallest size, I draft the biggest size, and you get to plot your own points, Okay. So let's pretend you get to choose your own points. They're, That's right. They're already plotted. You get to choose. So you choose your points. That's right. So uh, you're going to choose your shoulder width. And right. let's pretend it's, you know, it's 10 right. and it's sort of in the middle of the spectrum. Mm-hmm. But then your bust point is very large. So it's on the edge of the spectrum. Right. Okay. Then your waist is here or there or whatever, and you're kind of going to all these different places. Right. Okay, on on the pattern, and then you're adjusting them. One thing that this did help us do, so we did this for a T-shirt. Instead of pub- publishing another class, we published this drafting guide right? so that we could draft your arm side and your sleeve cap right. for you. Okay? Right. Here's the other cool thing that you can do. In a digital pattern drafting software, you can walk the pattern pieces just like you would a paper pattern piece, and you can see if your sleeve cap is going to fit in your arm side. It's like once you kind of figure out this drafting software, you can pick up those pieces with your mouse and move them around, see if they fit. Um, you can measure things and see if your dart was big enough. See if everything is lining up properly. Okay. And that is something I did with our drafting guides is I asked people for their measurements. And I did – so they weren't, you know, they weren't in a conventional size. Right. I wasn't in a conventional right. size. I would have um, – if it was a traditional pattern, I would have been in – who is? Yeah, anyway. I would have been an 8 yeah. at the waist and a 6 at the hip. Yeah. So I plotted my points on there and tested and saw if my pattern pieces were going to line up, you know, and they did. So that's kind of cool. So our patterns don't have sizes. They have literal measurements on them. Right. So if your waist is a 30, you look for the 30 point on the, at the waistline. You know, if your hip is a 40, you look for the 40 point at the waistline. So the size you wind up is, you are size 
Mallory. Yes. Are you our size ZD? Are you our size Kim? Are you our, you are, you know, size Amy because that's what it's your size. Yes. It's your shape. It's not. It's not the collective guess. That's right. That a lot of pattern people have to make. And yeah, there's. I mean, you either do it this way or the other right. way. Right. And and those and, other and those numbers they have are arbitrary. Yeah. Has anybody ever ordered anything from, like, Asia? Oh, yeah, and it's just like... And it tells you. No, it'll even say when you're ordering, if you are a, a size, you know, 2-4, order extra large. Yeah, it, sure. Because they're, you know... It's arbitrary. Right, it's arbitrary, and those, you know... Those people, their average people are measuring smaller, apparently. Yes, so you'll get different averages depending on different populations. Right. And then you get brands who want to be using different numbers. Right. Um, So we call there such thing as vanity sizing. There's that, too. Where you can go into some stores and you might be a size 8 in one store, but the next store, the vanity store, you're a size 0. That's right. Or they're starting off in a different place for whatever right. reason, you know. Mm-hmm. And then like, there's the whole thing about vanity sizing and like assuming that everyone wants to be thin, right? Well, you know, okay. it's funny that that <laughs> there there's a store that I know of. I don't know how many there are. I don't buy the many clothes, but I went there because I saw a clothes someone else had, and I was like, really? And that only costs that. Oh, I'm going there. And I went in, and they had the vanity sizing, right? And mm-hmm. I picked a two and a four to try on because that's like where I am, you know. Well, they were huge. They were humongous. On it, you. Right. And what it got down to is they didn't have a size that fit me. Okay. So it wasn't very vain for me. Like I couldn't, you know, there just wasn't a size. But this is what I'm saying is don't expect yeah. your size to be there. Don't expect it to be the same number. Yeah. Um. So when you're drafting with our patterns we don't have them like in layers and some pattern companies will they'll you'll be like oh no i only want to print off the size 18 or i only want to print off the size 6 or the whatever you're going to print off and so anyway um you are going to with our patterns this is where when you get into the larger sizes it does change how they fit on paper that's available and that's why a lot of brands uh can't afford to manufacture clothes in several sizes. That's why there, you know, some companies will have different lines. They'll have right. a petite. Right. They'll have a junior. They'll right. have a plus size. Right. They'll have a da da da. Because if they can right. just start from scratch, that's easier than trying to adapt right. something else right. to any. That's why there's kids' clothing, and that's why you know da 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 da. Um, there we go. Uh, so that's why there's that's why there are those different lines of clothing. For the, uh, for the different sizes of people, um, right, and that's why some brands can't afford to make a bra in every single size because there's like an infinite size. It's also of bra, why you know the size in this company is not the same as the size in you know, and that's why you can company. never say, oh well, I wear a thirty-two B, so you right. in what. Right, you know, right. In, in and not only, not only that, but, you know, there's a company that I like for bras. And I wear, I, I've been known, well, they make they make a sports bra, you know, and then they, 
they make a lot of bras. But there's a sports bra they have, and then there is like what I would call what my everyday bra, mm -hmm. and I wear two different sizes in them. There you go. Even though it's the same company, and you assume they're somehow using the same sort of system because it's a sports bra and because it's you know my daily bra or whatever. I wear a different size. Okay, so let's get back to digital pattern drafting because I like forgot what we were doing. Um, <laughs> so when you are though, if you're gonna if you're gonna produce a pattern and like sell it, you can add things like different types of lines. Okay, like the size 16 is dashed and the right. size 12 is dot dash dot 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 dash dot dot solid line whatever. That's pretty easy to do in a digital. Right. Program, of course. There are different line styles that you right. can choose or make. Uh, you can add notches. Mm -hmm. And that's where this kind of like walking the pattern piece can come in handy. Right. Okay. Uh, but you can also, that's that's where um, the PDF pattern companies can get really, can do some really cool things because they can have you print different views and tape things together. Right. And, um, Etc. Cetera, Etc. Cetera. So, uh, a lot of companies though they're not going to give you the file that you can alter. Okay, of course, because they don't want you like messing right. with their pattern or taking their intellectual property, which you could still do, um, because <laughs> you can trace over, you know, those PDF <laughs> patterns, and people have had trouble with that. Right. People will steal patterns that are produced digitally. Um, now, it's harder to do it with a paper pattern. But it still would be possible because you could take the measurements and you could right. approximate, you know. Uh, so now that this uh, – the other thing is now that this technology has become more widely available, you do see a lot of pattern companies just, like, pop things out. Right. You know, uh, or individuals just pop things out, uh, which, you know, can be a good or a bad thing, I guess. Uh, so anyway, um, you are you're drawing in this, you know – Basically, in this big digital space, you can grade to different sizes. You can grade when, if you want to go to bigger sizes, you know, you can, you know, do that too. Right. Now, it does get a little difficult because you have to think about those steps in between your sizes. And like, what was hard for me was I figured out, okay, this is our person who put down like the biggest size of their bust and the biggest size of their hip. Um, and this is our person who put down the smallest size and da 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 So I had to do a little bit of like rounding in order to make things not absolutely nuts and sort of to simplify. Um, but also when you go to your size charts and things like that, that's where you have to put in your ease or your negative right. ease. And so I give that information. And this is kind of funny because with the Rhapsody, we actually put some ease around like the hip. Uh, and a lot of people don't like that. <laughs> Surprising. Like a lot of people uh, don't enjoy it. And actually, I've tightened a few of mine up. Now we've given the procedure to do that. Right. But what I've done is, so I've said, hey, there's 10% negative ease or whatever at the waist. So where you're plotting 30, it's actually going to end up being 27 Right? It's minus 10%. Right. And so where you – so that's how I'm labeling it, uh, which isn't 100% transparent, right? But it's a little more transparent than saying, oh, trace the size 6 
<laughs> you know, <laughs> uh, if you have a if you have a size thirty waist, trace a size six. I'm saying no. If you have a size thirty waist, put your plot your point on the size thirty, and I'm telling you it has ten percent negative right. ease. Okay, now that's the same thing as somebody putting like uh, the finished measurements of the garment too. Right. Um, so that's another place, but that's where we're trying to be transparent. So when we put when we say, oh, if you have a forty inch hip, there's five percent ease at the hip so that person is plotting on the 40 point they're actually going to get a 42 inch hip around but they could use that information and calculate backwards that's right okay if they wanted to or they can just make it and put it on then uh zip up the side seam you know as they're as they are doing it now here's where another thing happens that people ask about in the group they ask about sizing up or grading up for their size and if you understand that there's two inches between each size range, okay, so let's pretend that you are looking at a pattern. It only goes up to a size 12, okay, and the size 12 is for a 40-inch hip, and your hips are 44 inches, okay? Well, you go back to size 10 on the pattern, and you're measuring the steps in between. If you see how much there is in between. If you see how much there is in between, you can actually grade up the mm-hmm. pattern. Okay? Now, it's not going to be the same inches because it's been divided up. And da 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 You know, it's, it's uh, proportionate to the grading in between the sizes. But you can technically grade up your own pattern if you just absolutely love the silhouette or the concept or something like that you can grade up your own pattern I wouldn't recommend doing this for like several sizes but I I have had somebody before say on the ginger jeans that they're like just outside the size range Uh uh-huh and so they think they'd be like a size you know I can't remember what her size goes up to. You know, they'd be a size 20 instead of a size 18 or something like that. And so that is a place, though, where you could get brave and you could manually do this. Right. You know, um, but a lot of pattern companies are getting into more inclusive sizing. They have heard the They've heard the, the rumblings. They've you heard know, the rumblings. Yeah, they've heard the feedback. And something that Shannon Flaherty said, she was like, you know, I'm just outside the ginger jeans size range. But... I and I could grade it myself, but I'd rather give my money to a company that already has my size right. and not worry, you right. know. And and I thought, oh yeah, like right. I absolutely get right. that, you right. know. Um, where I'd want to wouldn't go there. And when you get into some of the plus size things, like we're talking about with the different cup sizes, um, that's something that seems to be popular in the plus size range right now with. In indie patterns, like Cashmereette does it and stuff, but it's something that also could go into what we'd call like more typical sizes. And you'll see that um, in some of the old school patterns. You'll see like in the Palmer Pletch stuff. Yeah, they're including cup size considerations. And I'm like, yeah, that's where that's why everybody talks about full bust adjustments all the right. time. Um, and that's where things get complex. So I said that we've released patterns for underwear. And a t-shirt. But you and I are troubleshooting that woven camisole pattern, right? And you were like, how do we get this dart to be a different depth? Because you can't just go up in bust size. No. 
for someone right. who has the same rib cage size, da, 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 you know, that kind of thing. So we are trying to incorporate that functionality in our digital patterns too. But I thought you had a dream about that and you thought you had I think I got it. Out. Yep. I think yeah, I, got I thought it. about it too. And I think maybe, well, I wonder if we had the same dream, but I think, I think we, we got have. it. It might have. Um, so you can add though, if you want, you know, anything that you're going to add to your digital, I feel like we're getting so off of like digital pattern drafting and now I can't even remember what I talked about with digital pattern drafting. <laughs> anyway, it can be done in your Adobe Illustrator. Um, it can be done. Um, it it does take. It is a learning process. Oh, I did want to say. I think some people think it's going to be more accurate than hand drawing. Mm-hmm. No, not necessarily. And in, in fact, well, that's that's uh, you know because it's the same thing. I hate to. Yeah, I kind of hate to say this in a way, but I find it to be so true. When all of those pattern, oh yeah, plotting programs came out and they were not cheap you know they were five hundred dollars or whatever and and um i was you know a dealer for a company that was selling them and telling me i needed to sell x amount you know if i was going to stay in their good graces and all this and i looked at them and i said i can draft a pattern so much faster than this that fits so much better that doesn't even have the learning curve this has. Right. I mean, they were like, yeah, but you just have to take the numbers and put them in. Well, yeah, you have to take the measurements and you have to put them in. That's what you have to do when you're drawing your own pattern. I mean, and I had the pattern. I didn't have to print it out. Uh I I had already had it drawn out. So it was very difficult for me. And I would spend all this time with everybody troubleshooting all the problems they were having. Yeah. You know, with those programs that they they thought if they paid $500, that sucker should just fit. Yeah. And, you know, I kind of felt that way myself. Yeah. Glad I don't work for that company anymore. Well. Um, you know, I... I because I was just being truthful with people. So if you do this digitally... Right. You then have to print it out you do to have see if to it print works. It out. Yes. So that's what Aaron. I think that's you know something Aaron said in her blog post. Right. She's like, this might not be for everybody. You right. know, right, um, right, right. But she's like, if you do get the pattern and you like it and you want to, I don't know, get it, you know, get it printed, right. you can. Um, that that is something that you can do. So hand drafting with these same rules, right, is something that you can do and you get to test it right then right you know you get to draw it on whatever right. your newspaper your wrapping paper right. your tracing paper you know whatever you're gonna do um and do it right then so a lot of you're right when people say oh well i think that this should fit and this is what a lot of the pattern companies that are saying will draft a pattern based on your measurements right they have a computer program doing it mm-hmm. and it may work you know, some of the time. Well, there are, uh, there are even retail clothing companies now. Yeah. Where you download an app into your phone and, you know, it's men's shirts, men's jeans. Okay. They're probably going to fit better than something off the rack. Yeah. Because the sleeve length is probably going to be right. Well, okay. they, and they you got know, those options, right? Right, right, right. But I mean, there are things, that, but it still doesn't mean it's going to always be a perfect fit. But if you're used to buying off the rack, and that's your only option, and the sizes that are out there, you're probably you may be happy. You know these people who are using this retail, right? I, I can't remember some, but you know there's men's shirts out there. There's there's a jeans company out there. Um, there's also a couple of jeans companies that have 
um, went upside down. It hasn't Well, worked. and there are a few so, places that just say, oh, you want this higher rise? We're just going to put it as an option instead of just following whatever trend is out right, there. Right, you know? right, right. But what I'm saying is, like Mallory said, that doesn't me- measure how gushy you are. Nope. You know, it doesn't measure if it's, you know, everybody better take the measurement four days before their period or whatever. Yeah. Or, you know, I mean, <laughs> I mean, our, our, our shapes, honestly, are not always consistent. Yes. And I have clothes that I wear at different times for different things. Yep. Absolutely. Um, you know, if I know I'm going to uh, Thanksgiving dinner, you better believe I've got on some loose pants. Now, I will say, let's get back to digital dr- pattern drafting instead of our bodies changing, which is what right. we talk about every other episode. Um, no. <laughs> it's because it's just happens no, it's all so, the time. It's so related. It's such a consistent thing. Your body's not going to be the yeah. same when you wake up tomorrow morning. If this is something you want to learn to manufacture your own pattern line, I would say learn it. Okay, because as skills go, I think it is attainable. Okay, um, as skills go for publishing something like this, I think it is something that is fun to look into, that you can do. Um, if someone is going to draft a pattern for you, they're going to charge you, you know, a pretty premium range per hour which is totally fine and good uh you know they're going to charge you 35 dollars an hour they're going to charge you 50 dollars an hour because it is a specialized skill yeah but i do think that if you have the motivation that it is a it, it is a cool thing to learn like i really enjoyed learning it and i enjoy drafting our patterns and everything um and but I, I don't want to say it's easy, okay? But it, but I think it's it, it's very learnable. It's well, a ta- it's, it's an attainable, yeah, it's attainable thing. It's yeah. an attainable skill. Exactly, it certainly is. It's an attainable skill, and and I, a lot of people already have Adobe Illustrator. Yes, or you may access have, to it. Yeah, you may find it, or if you have Corel Draw, anything that it, so CAD. That's something we only right. now mention. Computer aided design. Right. Um, that is what those types of programs they're you called. Know, CAD are programs. Called. Yes. Uh, but it is really interesting. So. I was uh, this this isn't a huge revelation but when I published the made to measure stocking thing the pa- the tights mm-hmm. okay and I took a bunch of pictures of them as I made them to show people what to do and then I realized that there was a much simpler way to do it and I didn't have time to rephotograph it and so what I did was I showed it in the program like with illustration right and I was like duh you know I was right <laughs> Yeah, same with the floozy doozy. I used that, you know, I used Illustrator right. instead of like taking pictures of fabric. And I think there's uh, maybe a split in people who enjoy illustrations versus photographs. But yeah, I look uh, like both. Yeah. It depends on what's right. going on, you know. In it my also opinion. depends on how good the illustration is. That's right. Uh, so I think it. Or yes, the photo. How. I can't remember. It I depends. Was, I was just looking at something and I was like. Why did anybody think this photograph would help? Yes, exactly. You know, it was What's like, why? This here? doesn't help anybody. Right. So that can be useful, though, too. And um, you learn, if you're in fashion school or whatever, that the pattern layout is important for companies. But then that's also something that we talk about. Right. Right? In garment sewing. And so I actually ended up for this company. They wanted the garment layouts. And I was like, oh. I do this all the time. That's right. I was like, I, I think about uh, where these things, and but I got to learn, you know, about that. Uh, that is disclaimer: why we don't have cutting layouts on our drafting guides because it's different. 
for every for size. everyone for, for every everyone, size every size I can't say oh for this size to this size right. it'll be like this it's because I guess I could get because this. we don't know what the shape of your garment that's is right. going to be that's right we haven't we haven't decided ahead of time what the shape of your garment is we let your body decide that yep and then on any pattern they have length and shorten lines well so it could once, change once you get the pattern and you've got it out and you you know you've drawn it out. You lay it around a couple well, ways. Well, and that's why it's not like I've done like a winter coat where there's a bunch of like, you know. Right. 52 a, a pieces. Three-piece sleeve or right. something like that, you know. Uh, and I don't know if our company will ever do anything like that. Right. I don't know. We'll ever make a drafting guide like in that way. Right. Who knows what's going to happen. But. Um, We're evolving who, as yeah, we always I just, will. I don't want to question right. it or, or put it uh, completely what do I want to say? Put something out of the picture. Well, and I like I know what I want to do next. That's not a winter coat. I'm not sure what you want to you do. You don't next. want to do a winter coat next? Yeah. No, I don't think so. Um, <laughs> maybe if McCall's just wants to put our name on a winter coat that I like. That happens. That, you know. That, that happens. That too. would be nice. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, that's the other thing. Okay, if you want to learn to draft your own patterns, <laughs> most people who have very successful sewing companies do not draft their own it's true it's very true <laughs> i thought they did i learned and i'm not saying everybody and not you don't everybody. have to no. and it's not what it's all about but i was like oh why am i learning this <laughs> <laughs> everyone else pays someone <laughs> so anyway uh that was interesting all right well i hope that we've rambled on enough about digital ah, pattern you did drafting. Some rambling I, if anybody has any questions on things i didn't cover We'll record another episode to make up for us. <laughs> I promise. All right, everybody, you can get to us on Instagram. We're at SoHereCom. And ZD, take it away. So long and so happy. Thanks for listening to Sewing Out Loud. For even more expert sewing advice, visit SoHere.com. Hey, y'all. Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Hey, y'all. Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. You did something for the first